This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. We're discussing questions about serving this week. So here's our question, Pastor Michael. Should non-Christians be allowed to serve in church? And if so, where? What do you say? Yep. The uh, the main concern is giving non-Christians active or passive leadership publicly so that the church is represented by them. By the non-Christians. Yeah. So can I, can I turn this on you, Pastor Tim? Um, All right. You've worked for a couple churches. Um did they have any official policies on this um, or we'll just say unofficial policies? We had both official and unofficial. And the unofficial policy is we know the benefit or we recognize the benefit of all people serving, even non-believers. Before you come to faith in Christ, there is a huge cultural uh, aspect of wanting to do something bigger and better than yourself, wanting to help other people. And so we'll take advantage of that in the church in a good way and say, look, if you haven't come to faith in Christ yet, we still have a place for you to serve in our church. And it would not be in a true teaching or leadership role. Yeah, like where would you put them? It'd be in a supportive role. It could be uh, and we have to be careful with this, maybe in the parking lot ministry or in the greeting ministry. Again, we need to be careful because we want all visitors to feel the love of Christ. And if a person's not come to faith in Christ, how can they share the love of Christ? They can't. Logical. But the other supportive roles, such as uh, in a helping role in children's ministry or in a helping role in hospitality, uh, in the food ministry, something like that, people love to serve and it's a great way to build relationships. And within relationships, you have an opportunity to share your faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. You have the opportunity to share life together and do life together. It is a great opportunity to bring to people to the point where you can have spiritual conversations and many times deep spiritual conversations yep. that lead to evangelism conversations about trusting Christ as your Savior. So let's um, talk about a few specific ministries because some people um, are really like, um, uh, we'll say, jumpy on this subject. And they're like, you mean people can serve anywhere, anytime? And even though you didn't say that, and in fact, you said the opposite, like, let's let's just bring clarity, okay? So when it comes to teaching and doctrine and communication and public speaking roles, um, we'll say these are reserved for followers of Christ filled with the Holy Spirit in good standing with the church, doctrinally aligned with where the church is at. Is that correct? Amen. Amen. Good. That's right. So that would be like teaching. So leadership, I think, is also an important one. People who are responsible for implementing the vision of the church, which is to make disciples. So like you have to be a follower of Christ to be able to implement Christ's vision. Um, Also, um, there's a bigger question here, which is – Positions of leadership are, we'll say, energized by spiritual gifts. And so if somebody doesn't have the Holy Spirit, then they don't have a spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. So it means that their leadership or their teaching, if you will, would be in one sense void of the Spirit. So like, mm-hmm. there are some positions that require the Holy Spirit to be able to do them well because the Spirit bears fruit. So music. So <laughs> here, uh, I've heard it all, right? I'll tell you what I agree with. Non-Christians should probably not be singing because now we're making liars out of them. Amen. Because they're singing about the love of Christ. Totally. And they don't believe it, then they don't 
believe it. It's a lie. Now, mm. here's another um, aspect of music. What about playing music? So here's my question. Can you play music you don't agree with? I'll give you a parallel question. In my mind, this is sort of like, can I go to a gay wedding without supporting gay marriage? Mm. No, my presence at the wedding is an affirmation of my support for it. My concern on this one, I'm not probably going to take a hard line on the music one if they're not singing, but it's hard for me um, to look at that person and say, um, your presence up here is not giving affirmation. I think everybody who sees that person up front, um, maybe this, maybe it's because of culturally how we understand music and worship and whatnot, but I think in American culture, Western culture, when we see a musician, we see affirmation of content. Um, and that, I think that's an important thing. And so I think personally I would be hesitant to put them in musical roles, although I do appreciate the um, effect it can have on somebody's life and the camaraderie. And maybe it's just wise to look at them and say, you do realize you don't agree with any of this and you still want to play. Yeah. You do realize people will think that you agree with this. Do you still want to do it? And they might say, I don't care what people think. Mm. And maybe some churches would put the um, decision on the the musician, maybe. Uh, another one is art. Okay. Um, will we allow non-Christians to make art that we put up in our church? And truthfully, half the art in churches is made by non-Christians. Christians so, anyway. You know, it's like, all right. Um, greeting. Um, I, this for me, I'm just going to speak for myself. Like we don't have official policies on this. Um, we have a lot of unofficial policies. Um, the one official, I think, thing would be um, that they don't lead and teach. Okay. Mm -hmm. But like in a greeting ministry, would I put an extrovert at the front door of the church to shake hands and hand out bulletins? It depends on the person, mm -hmm. you know, um, I would have to have a lot of conversation with them. Um, I would have to share with them in depth who we are and what we stand for. Like we would honestly, anybody who's serving giving <laughs> most pastors are like, sure, <laughs> we'll take your money, <laughs> you know, but like, it's funny though, because we'll let them serve through giving, which is a means of service, but we'll be like, ah, can't do anything else, you know? And so it's an interesting tension there. Um, and then I think all of this requires a couple things. If there is a non-Christian who wants to engage and your particular local community has, we'll say, micro areas where they can do this, whether it's giving, um, serving behind the scenes, maybe sitting in a sound booth or whatever, um, and they're good with that, the big question is, is the leader talking? Mm -hmm. Is the leader communicating? I think, and this is one of the, the best things, they should be required to be discipled to go through some kind of training, um, right. go through the membership class, you know, meet with somebody one-on-one -on -one once or twice a month, you know, um, read certain books because um, this might be a great catalyst to get all of your team reading books, but also to say, hey, I want you to read this book mm -hmm. and uh, to make them consume information as a requirement for their responsibility because what we should be doing with all of our volunteers is giving them helpful content to help them grow in their service. So big picture, right, is... Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Depends on the role. Just let me tell you a, little, a brief story here. Mm -hmm. uh, several years ago, I was in a church. We had a young lady who was going to college, and she wanted to help out in our children's ministry. She was studying uh, to be an L.E.D. teacher. And so she came to me and said, look, I would love to serve in children's ministry. I love kids. Is there a place for me? And I went through the questions about Tell me about your journey of faith in Christ. When did you come to come to know Jesus as your Savior? And the gal was, uh, to her benefit, wonderfully honest and mm -hmm. said, you know what? I haven't reached that point yet. 
And many churches would instantly say, you know what, you're disqualified. Thank you. You know, walk her to the door and, uh, you know, pray for her. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) that's not what I did. And I said to her, I said, you know what, how do you feel about serving alongside a seasoned teacher? So I put her, and she she fully agreed, I put her in with a seasoned kindergarten teacher. And this kindergarten teacher was a wonderful guy. This gal uh, was a wonderful servant. She loved the kids. She loved, she came prepared every week to assist this teacher. And about six months into this, and, and my memory isn't what it used to be, but it might have been even less. She came to me and she said, I need to talk to you. Mm. And I said, well, sure. What can we talk about? She said, I have trusted Jesus as my Savior as a result of teaching Mm. these kids and hearing the gospel in such a way that I can understand. And she was from a culture. She was from Japan. And she she said, before I make this public uh, in church, I have to talk to my parents. Now, this gal was in her mid-20s, so she wasn't like a teenager. And so I said, I think that's an honorable thing to do. She contacted her parents. They were not believers, but they respected her, and she did it in a respectful way. I was so blessed to be a part of not only her journey of faith, but her baptism as well. And it's, it's a great success story. Now, do all stories in that way? I would love to say yes, but not, not necessarily. Yeah. But without giving this unbeliever an opportunity to serve in a church, she may have never come to faith in Christ. And again, we had some uh, some rules and some uh, guardrails up so that she was not in a teaching role, teaching scripture, even even to children. I mean, it's it's very important to teach children right doctrine, right biblical truth. But she was a servant first and was allowed to serve. And it was through that that God used that to bring her to faith in Christ. That's that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That's very cool. Listeners, please don't forget you can submit your questions to our podcast by visiting our church website, vcob.org, and just click on the link that says Q&A podcast question. Please join us next time when we deal with the subject, I don't have time to serve weekly and feel guilty. I'm just too busy. Let's see what we have to say about that. <laughs>